Hi, good morning, Jason. Thank you so much for joining us today. So battery storage. Can you please explain to us what it is, how it goes into people's homes and what the benefit is for the homeowner? Thank you for uh, for having me as well. So uh, energy storage is, uh, we like to think it, it really makes renewables work. Um, and, and there's several reasons why you, you, you should and, and could install energy storage. I mean, typically, most people associate it with renewable energy. So whenever you're creating renewable energy, the key aspect of that, is, as everyone knows, renewable energy is created when the conditions are right, when the sun's shining, the wind's blowing. But obviously, the consumption of energy is, is when people uh, really want to use it. What we see typically is, um, with solar as an example, energy uh, consumption being typically around 20-30% when people don't have a battery. When people install a battery, they can store the energy that's been produced when they're away from home, uh, when they're not uh, not needing as much energy, and therefore you can use that energy at a later time. And so we see a range of different applications of that being utilised uh, in, in homes and businesses. Um, okay. Also, we see a lot of cases where people don't even have renewables and putting a battery in just to take care of tariffs, uh, the fluctuations. So going back in the old days for me with Economy 7, um, when heating was there, but it's that same mentality. So utilizing the flexible tariffs, the the smart tariffs that are available, charging a battery at night and using the energy during the day um, and maximizing the, the tariff structures that are available. So for those people in our audience that have never heard of Give Energy, can you just tell us a little bit about what Give Energy does, what services and products it offers to the customer? Give Energy are a UK-based uh, entity. We, like uh, most energy storage companies, we have manufacturing in China. The unique thing about Give Energy is all our software and all our IT is in the UK. We own the manufacturing in China, which again is quite unique. So a lot of products out there that are manufactured by others and then have a label put on them. But Give Energy, we make the product um, and then crucially, all the technology that sits behind what the customer sees on their app and the portal is uh, is done here in the UK or their data is here in the UK. Mm. That is a really unique aspect for Give Energy. In its previous guise, um, we, we've been trading now um, for about six years in the UK. It amazed me, it's about the same time as Octopus Energy. They uh, they quoted that to me the other day. So we've been around at a sort of similar time. We have a lot of time with a lot of companies like Octopus, Eon, Good Energy, Obo, and, and many of the energy companies that we work very, very closely with to make sure our products are compatible with their services. So right now, we are by far the leading brand in the UK. There's more of our products sold than, than any others out there. So we're starting to become a bit more of a household name. We have a lot of forums and we have a lot of ways that customers can interact with us. And we have a lot of super fans. And, and the really great thing is we've actually been recruiting a number of those people who've now come and work for us. They've become such keen advocates. They've actually been saying, can we come and work for you? And and that's been brilliant for us because we've grown the company in the last year from 25, 30 people in the UK. We now have about 80 people solely in the UK. And we've just got some absolute fantastic advocates of the brand and, and, the, and the technology. So for most people, they'll have a solar PV system on the roof that they can put a battery to go alongside that to basically capture any excess production from the solar panels that they can reutilize at a later time, maybe at nighttime. From our perspective, we've got the solar PV and we've got an air source heat pump. 
how big a battery would you require in order to try and sustain a heat pump throughout the course of the night? Or is that where your technology also comes into it? So you've mentioned your partnerships with Octopus. Do you then avail of a cheaper tariff at night? What is the best solution potentially for somebody that has got an source heat pump and a solar PV array to go with a, a give energy solution? When you're really looking at your daily consumption, I have two electric vehicles as well. Um, I haven't yet switched to air source heat, heating myself, but I will be. Um, I've insulated my home and done all the things. I've got a, a solar array on my house and, and, and the energy storage. But you're really looking at that typical uh, energy consumption. So if your energy consumption is the, the UK average, you, you're sort of looking at that and say, well, if my solar system is four, four and a half, five, then you're generating more energy at, at times of the day that, than you will you will need by far the biggest selling battery we have is a 9.5 kilowatt hour battery that stores enough energy for a typical house for a full day uh, we do sell a lot of 5.2 kilowatt hour batteries which might then just to cover the the scenario you're 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 talking about there but in reality the cost differential isn't that great so once you're doing it that's why we see probably twice as many 9.5s installed as as the 5.2 it really does depend on your each individual circumstance and that's why the installers are the best people to advise for your unique uh, circumstance but it is very much linked to your consumption so battery life is typically around 10 years i'm not sure whether that's the same with, with give energy so when it comes to a return on investment we looked at uh, batteries going back five years ago the return on investment was very very high purely because the tariffs the electricity tariffs were just so cheap have you seen an increase in sales since the electricity tariffs have just gone through the roof because roi has now become a lot easier to come by yeah massively i mean the two biggest recent increases in demand have, have become covid People are working from home. We saw a, a massive increase in when people are working from home, middle class earners who couldn't go on holiday, couldn't spend money in restaurants were looking at investing in their home. There was also that uncertainty and the psychology that saw people panic buying. I actually saw, well, I want more energy independence. So and now I actually want to be able to go off grid if needs be. If, if the world ends, I can work off grid. You know, it, it's that sort of mentality. So we saw a big increase um, as a result of COVID. It also tied in with the COP, that whole concept of, of energy independence. And we saw a lot of people then starting to really galvanize their own thoughts in, into that. Obviously, the unfortunate war in Ukraine has put a lot more emphasis on, on energy security and energy pricing. We've just seen this real shift in the last 12 months to to people just again that energy security but also the price point we've recently published a case study of somebody who's just put a battery alone so i go back into that that whole point of just installing a battery and we're seeing paybacks now of about three years if you've just installed a battery without anything else using the tariffs that are available you'll get payback in three years the big parts uh, big costs of uh, solar install are usually putting the solar panels on the roof and the battery so they're the, they're the big cost elements of a solar install. What we're saying is you can do either independent of the other. And that's a really unique thing. So you can put panels on your roof and add a battery later. And a lot of people are now revisiting and putting batteries on. Or you can actually put a battery in your house now and put panels on later. And both are really taking about three to four years to pay back because the energy prices are very high. We still see that continuing to, um, to, to be the case for the next two, three years at least. With regards to the battery itself, can you, through the app, you mentioned that there is an app. As the homeowner, can you actually start to schedule things like 
schedules so that, for example, the battery can power up during the day and then just drain during the night or come on once a week or just store only for emergencies? Can you do, can you kind of set all of those things up quite seamlessly? Yeah, exactly. So it gives you full functionality. So you can determine your own reserve in your battery for emergency situations. So you can decide if you want to keep 20% in your battery for your own emergency. And what we're increasingly doing now, and again, this is very unique to the Give Energy um, uh, solution, we actually forecast within the app what your solar generation will be. So we will look at your panels, we'll take your history, we'll look at the weather forecast, and we'll say, tomorrow, you will produce X kilowatts. And we track that, and we model it for the next five days using the weather data, and we're pretty accurate. I've got to he said, and, and we utilize all that data. So what we're actually starting to look at really is giving that full functionality of going, well, tomorrow, it's going to be cloudy. You're typically using eight kilowatts. Your system may only produce four. What we'll do, we'll put four kilowatts overnight into your battery, at the cheapest possible rate. The sun will do the rest and charge up. And by the end of the day, you'll have used all your own energy and any energy you buy is at the absolute cheapest price. So that's that sort of level of really using the learning, machine learning and and system learning that we've got is to optimize your your system to make sure you pay the absolute minimum for your energy. Is it really as simple as just pressing something in the app to, to click over onto the battery usage? Or do you have to go walk into the garage and go to the box and you know, pull a lever or something? How, how how easy is it to really get it to switch the whole house over to the battery? All within the app. So it's all functionality. Wow. So if you put the energy back up uh, within your system, uh, some batteries have it pre-installed as part of the uh, the system. But if you, as long as you have that backup with it, functionality within there, it, it all happens within milliseconds and, uh, wow. and you've got that full functionality. So all the controls and actually just this morning I've been looking at the uh, the next iteration of the app and how we make that even simpler for for the homeowners and again the app is is really intuitive and the portal that we have so you've got more access through a, an online portal as well but you can integrate anything in there your car charger if you've got a water wheel if you've got a small micro turbine all of your technology can be captured within our app as well this isn't a very common occurrence that actually does happen but we have heard about lithium fires that have started in people's homes what safety prevention measures are in give energy's products that actually potentially prevents those kind of fires from starting it's all down actually to the chemistry of the cells so we use lithium ion phosphate cells a very safe uh, technology. There's a number of, uh, of, of tests that have been done where nail penetration tests, you literally can drive a nail. Um, they're available on YouTube and, the, uh, and they've been done. So you can drive a nail into the cell. It will not create a problem. The issue has come from uh, nickel manganese cobalt cells. So that's the technology that when damaged creates thermal uh, thermal shock and, and, and actually is self-generating and then creates that, that fire. So we use um, only the safest technology. And the other element to why we use it is obviously a lot of uncertainty in terms of the origins of cobalt. Uh, and there's been a lot of stories about where cobalt comes from. Lithium ion phosphate is, is all, has a much more, from a human rights perspective, a much cleaner record as well. So does Give Energy actually come and do the installation? Do you have your actual own team, your own staff, or do you outsource that? Uh, that's all done by third parties. So we sell to wholesalers and then we have a specialist training course 
which since COVID has been done online, we're just in the process of uh, moving to a new head office and we'll be doing more in-person training because um, we'll have a training suite in Stoke-on-Trent where we're located. Everybody who installs our product should have attended a training course and should have gone through an approved installer uh, process. But we sell our systems to solar specialists, to electrical wholesalers. They will then sell it to an installer who will then come and fit it in the home. In a commercial sense, we do help more with the commissioning. We do have big containerized batteries. We have other systems that we will help with the actual commissioning. We have a team of engineers around the country who will go out and will um, support uh, installers if they uh, if they need that help as well. The typical energy storage company, and this is why so many people buy the Give Energy product, the typical energy storage company has two, three, four people in the UK. Like I say, Give Energy have about 80 now. So the level of support that is available down to the amount of systems that are literally going in every single day is 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 all that's been built up as well behind the uh, the brand to support the customer. So apart from lithium, are there any other chemicals or compounds that are in R&D that could be the potential future of batteries? Always, yes. We have a team in, uh, in, uh, in Shenzhen, an R&D lab that is huge. I think we've got about 300 people in our R&D lab that are always looking at the technologies. And we've got a smaller team here in the UK who work on that too, in terms of what the market's requiring for the UK, for Europe and, and other countries. So yeah, we have a, an extensive team there. A lot of people talk about different technologies. We test them out. We've got something we're quite excited about that uh, I think is quite unique, but we'll we'll have to keep that one under wraps for now at the moment. And will that be green and clean? Always, yes. So that's always what we're uh, we're about. Even the technology, but everything we do, we try to be really good corporate citizens. We try and do a lot to support the local community and and everything else. We're actually trying to develop something right now to help people in who are genuinely struggling to pay. So we've got a, a really nice product there that we're trying to develop that is very low cost that we'll just literally do at cost trying to get government involved to say people who are genuinely struggling right now to to heat their homes or making that real harsh decision do i heat my home or eat food and and that heat or eat debate is is tragic so we've we've got something that we're really trying to um, to push that can help take people out of fuel poverty and and lower their bills so rather than the subsidies that uh, the government's had is put it into a small battery mm. that that can help the uh, the consumer. It will save them for years rather than a, a one-off £60 a month. We always try and think, what are people really needing right now? How can we help? We could sponsor a football team. We could sponsor a rugby team. We could do all the corporate uh, advertising. No, we'd rather sponsor every local football team kids football team and sponsor it at that level we try and do the right things all the time through the business and that's probably why people haven't heard of us because we don't do the big flash things we don't do the big look at us look at us we really focus on what's important to people uh the one question i've always had about lithium batteries and i'm sorry to keep harping on about them but are they recyclable yes so everything that is within um, a lithium ion phosphate battery is recyclable generally what happens is uh, they're created into a second life so they're regenerated and, and put into lower demand uh, systems but ultimately yes everything has that potential to be split right back down and uh, and recycled so we had a bit of an eye-opening experience a couple of years ago we got hit by a storm and we were without electricity for a couple of uh, for a couple of days and you know the one thing that a lot of our friends and family would say is that well you guys are okay because you've got the solar panels on the roof and obviously that is not the case that got us thinking in terms of okay well why don't we just put batteries in and then basically the solar pv can charge the battery and that can power the house 
But again, it's not that simple. Does Give Energy have a solution, a turnkey solution that you can just fit straight into your house that will actually power your house in the event of a power outage? The new product that we've developed, we launched it at Solar and Storage Live last year, which is our all-in-one product. Um, so it's a fully integrated inverter and battery. We launched it at the show. We further developed it. I've literally had the first two pre-production models now sent over from China to our factory in Stoke for testing. Probably going to cause a problem now because I'm, I'm not really meant to tell people this, but I'm telling you anyway. So <laughs> the first two models are for integration testing. They're in our lab um, in Stoke. Uh, and then the first containers will be literally arriving. So that's a fully integrated um, AC coupled battery, which will retrofit. So if you have solar on your home and no battery, this is the perfect retrofit solution. It also has full grid backup. So the key thing to, to think about is how much solar you've got on your house. So if you've got a sort of four kilowatt system, is what power can that produce? What energy is within your battery and what's your critical load? So within all of these, what you're you're determining is, yes, I'm going to just focus on my critical load. So if my power is out for a sustained period, I'm not going to have hot water, but I will have everything else. I'll be able to, I'm not going to have my oven, but I'll be able to have my microwave. I'll be able to have my lighting. I'll be able to have my heating system that's that's working. That's the fun, fundamental things I need. And I'll, I'll survive if I can't have a shower for a couple of days, you know, while I work it out. Or you can say, no, actually, I want my hot water for other reasons. And, and you, so you, you determine what goes on. So quite often people create a separate fuse board of the critical load for what they want in their home. And that can be powered by the battery. The battery itself, with a, a discharge of seven and a half peak kilowatts, will provide everything. But obviously, it's, it's how long you want that safety net i've been um in, in a place where i lost power for two or three days because of a storm as well and i was actually overseas on holiday and it was just barbecue food and, and everything because that's all you could do but if you want in your home and you want your heating you want your heat pump to function the battery will provide the power for that it's just how long you want that to to happen unless you've got a real anxiety over energy security the 13.5 kilowatt will power your home like I say, for a good 24 hours or more. And uh, and I think in fairness, there's very few outages that are ever going to last longer than 24 hours. I think we'll have much bigger problems if uh, if that happens. So once you've installed your battery, what kind of warranties, guarantees does, does Give Energy offer? And what kind of maintenance should a homeowner be doing to those batteries going forward on an annual or kind of, you know, biannual basis? They are literally buy and forget. So our inverters, we typically sell with a five-year warranty that is extendable um, to 10 years. The batteries come with 10 years, respective of the amount of cycles that you do. So there's nothing else you do. You literally put them in and they, uh, and we give that 10-year warranty. They will, in reality, last longer. They just perform slightly less efficient. So whilst we sort of guarantee them to the level for, for 10 years, in reality, they will they will last uh, much longer than that, albeit slightly less efficient. I've got to say, of all the things that we've spoken about on this channel over the years, that this is starting to sound very appealing. <laughs> Which is why there's so many going in. I mean, it's not just if you think we're doing a thousand systems a week in the UK and we're waiting to see some uh, some data that it will likely be produced by the MCS soon. But we estimate anywhere between sort of like 40, 50, 60 percent of the market is being installed with Give Energy batteries. There's just literally so many going in every single day. And 
and without issue. Based on those numbers, I'm guessing you don't have any stock issues because we shan't mention one of your competitors. There are kind of like 18 month waiting lists. Yeah. So I'm assuming <laughs> that if somebody goes for a Give Energy system, stock levels are high. Yeah, stock levels are good. We had problems a few months ago, like everybody else, and uh, we we had a number of batteries and inverters. We were struggling to get Wi-Fi dongles, to get cables and different things. I spent a lot of time last year just as that on the back of the of the Ukraine war the demand like say just spiked and the whole renewable industry was massively caught off guard with just the amount of demand we weren't nobody was anticipating in their sales forecasts that putin was going to do what he did the whole industry really got caught out um across everything mounting kit solar panels batteries inverters i think the whole industry is kind of caught up yeah there's very good stocks around the uk of our products probably at least a month or two stock in the uk for the demand we currently have so that that's where we like to have it we now store products as well for emergencies for any distributor who gets a little bit short, we have stock ourselves in our own facility in, in Stoke. So what would be your just general advice to a homeowner who's thinking of putting a battery in with regards to like, what should they think about? So should they, do they need to be thinking about their location or, you know, where they want to store the battery, how much space they need for the battery? Is there anything that they should really be paying particular attention to? For anybody who's, who's going to go down and, and think of that route is, is talk to a an installer they'll give them the right advice the battery be it a given energy battery or, or another product can be literally installed in the house outside the house mines outside the house at the sort of back out the way don't give it a second thought that's where my battery is when you have that discussion think about like i say your your energy consumption what is your average energy consumption look at your energy bill have that information that's what your installer will will be keen to understand. Talk to an accredited installer. You can log on to the Give Energy website. You can find in local installers who've gone through the training. We do a training course every week. And there is between 50 and 70 people attend that training course every single week. We have a huge range of installers that are available. Somebody goes onto the Give Energy website. They'll be able to find a local installer um, that's gone through the training and they'll be able to give them some uh, some good advice in terms of specific because everything is is really specific to an individual home the thing the homeowner can really do is think about what's their energy consumption and if they're installing things like heat pumps what's that going to be at the same time because that obviously if their demand today is is x and they're adding to that then what's that future demand like to be to future proof but again, with a battery, you can just add a second one. If you're finding it's not enough, you're producing more energy than you're using and or you're starting to use more and you want more supply, just put another battery, add it on. It's a later date. So before we say goodbye, Jason, just quickly tell us, is there anything that you are particularly excited about at Give Energy? Anything in the pipeline that you can kind of just tell us a little bit about to kind of end the interview on a real good high? In terms of product development, that's that's one thing. And we've touched on a couple of those, the the, the all-in-one, the, the social housing uh, and people struggling to pay. We've got three-phase products coming out. We've got our EV charger just about to come out. But I think the, the most exciting thing for me is is our UK manufacturing side of things. So again, literally, if you go on our website, you can click on a link and see our first uh, purpose-built factory 
underway at the moment. So we uh, we bought an old building that uh, that we reside. Quite a few people are, um, are, are based in, but literally at the side of that building, we're building our first factory. We are about to put uh, planning permission in to knock down the building we're in, and then phase two to build another factory. So the first factory is going to be for our commercial systems. The second factory is where we'll be starting to make inverters in the UK is our plan so we'll be starting to nearshore and the third factory that we'd like to do which is our sort of longer term strategy is to actually make all of the uk and european battery requirements here in the uk so we have a nearshoring strategy over the next sort of three to five years that means not only do we manufacture in china for the rest of the world but for UK and Europe, we'll be manufacturing our products here in the UK as well. So we're heavily invested. We've certainly got the next two years of construction um, lined up. We've recently bought a new head office as well because we just the, the plan was to build one. We've just grown so quick, we couldn't wait to build a building. We're moving into our new head office next month. But the manufacturing side is the most exciting thing, bringing UK clean tech jobs into North Staffordshire and Stoke on the Stoke-on-Trent area. Like say, we'll be making the EV charger there. We'll be making inverters there in the next two years, but the battery factory and ultimately making cells here in the UK using hopefully Cornish lithium and wow. uti- utilizing a circular economy. We've got a really good, exciting line of sight to, to make everything and use local suppliers. We've even created or, or even trying to create, and it's finding land and investment opportunities. We want to create a, a, a sort of small tech park that, uh, that we can engage suppliers to work for us. And we'll do it either as a joint venture and say, let's, we need PCBs, we need the electronics, we need companies who can do this. We'll give you guaranteed amount of work that enables you to be successful. Go and then use that as, as something else. So almost like angel investment. We've got so many great ideas, like I say, to be good corporate community citizens to help the area. And, and Stoke-on-Trent, I don't know if you know it, it's been sort of a little bit forgotten since the pottery industries have, have declined and since the mining industries. We want to make it a real powerhouse for clean tech, for green jobs. We're working in partnership with Keele University. We're working with Staffs University and the local colleges for apprenticeships, for uh, graduates. And, and we want to want to give people in the area something to aspire to. Uh, and something to be really proud of. So I'm really excited about our uh, our plans for the next three to five years, just to to really bring that back here in, and make the UK a, a, a more of a powerhouse. That was really interesting that you mentioned Cornish lithium. That's um, never really occurred to me before. Does the UK have its own resources of minerals that we can access? Iron and phosphate are readily available. So when you think lithium iron phosphate, lithium is probably at 1% in, in the battery and there's uh, ready supply in in, uh, in Cornwall, but also supplies in Europe. So when we, we think about this and we want to uh, create um, a more circular economy, yes, the UK is, is very much at the centre of that. But if we have to go further afield into Europe, we'll do that. Everything is available. Is it accessible? Yes, there's lithium in, in Cornwall, but um, we're not going to buy a mine and start excavating lithium out of a mining in coal. So we need that to be become a, a, a an accessible resource. It is physically there. I think there are a number of people have talked about this. So as long as that, uh, that becomes accessible to us, we'll be looking to, to utilize that product. We know it will mean products will be a little bit more expensive, but in terms of for the environment, we're not shipping them across from China. We're not doing all those sort of things. And it gives us as a company more more security because although we're in four different factories in China, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're just on one continent. We want to utilize the UK to supply the UK and Europe. Well, thank you very much, Jason. It has been really educational speaking to you. I've got to say, I've learned an awful lot about lithium batteries today that I didn't know, or just in ba- batteries in general that I didn't know. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, very appealing. I think that we're going to have some comments uh, below left by the audience. Yeah, so you. I'm interested to see what people say and what people ask. But thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure Thanks, meeting Jason. you. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Thank you.